This is Creativity in Music and Music Education, a conversation about music, learning, and the creative process with Richard Maxwell, a musician, producer, top 10 finalist, and three-time Grammy Foundation Music Educator of the Year nominee, creator of the nationally recognized Creative Musical Arts and Sciences program at Arcadia High School. The Creativity in Music and Music Education podcast starts now. All right. Hey there, everybody. Richard Maxwell here again for another episode of the Creativity in Music and Music Education podcast. Thank you so much for checking us out and for listening. And whether that's streaming or off iTunes or broadcast or whatever it might be, I really do appreciate uh, you listening and taking the time out of your day. And I also appreciate all the feedback we've been getting and the comments and things like that. And please keep sending me uh, your thoughts on what we're doing and topics you'd like me to cover and things like that. Uh, you can always find me at richardmaxwell.net and you can also find out what's going on with my students in the Creative Musical Arts and Sciences program at Arcadia High School at uh, arcadiacmas.com and you can reach me through either of those sites um, and I'd love to hear from you. Uh, this week, got something really, really cool, um, and I think, as you'll hear, something that was a lot of fun. Um, a former student of mine, Thomas Brenneman, is in a band called L West with Bryant and Ricky Powell and Marty Welker, and they are this amazing quartet. Um, they just, it's, they're so good. I, I know that Thomas being... A former student, obviously, I am rooting for him. But honestly, even if I didn't know any of these guys, uh, I, I I would be a fan, and I really think you will be as well. You definitely should check them out. Uh, there you have a website. Uh, you can find them at lwestmusic.com, and they're pretty much lwest music anything on the interwebs, as they say, uh, social media and all that. You will find them. But they are just they're they're brilliant at what they do. Um, and really great guys, um, like zero ego and totally laid back. I mean, frankly, could probably stand to have a little more ego um, at this rate, uh, but they're just awesome. And they came in and they actually did a show uh, in CMAS for the students uh, last uh, week. I'm recording this on a Tuesday evening, and they actually were here last Friday. Um, and they played and they talked to the kids and they gave out a bunch of stuff, and they were just really, really great, as I knew they would be. Thomas and I have been talking about this for a while. I've known Thomas for years now, um, and he's just phenomenal. And, and to see him with this band that just works so well together is, is pretty cool. Um, and it was a neat opportunity uh, for me to uh, get to know, you know the other guys in the band a little bit better. Um, but also we got to talk about you know their process, how do they put songs together, how did the band form, but mostly... Uh, it's just about how this band works and, and their creative process. And they have this amazing sound, and they talk about just how that all works. We talked a little bit about the business end of things. Um, they, uh, you know, w with album releases and things that they've got going on and just what goes in, into that and, and a lot of different things. Um, but a lot of just really great talk about music and being creative. And you can kind of hear, I think, just how committed they are to doing this the right way. Um, and to uh, not take anything for granted um, and to really uh, just appreciate, you know, the moment that they're having right now. And it's just, it's really cool. And obviously, like I said, I'm so proud of, of Thomas being a former student, but even without that personal connection to the band, um, it's just a really, really neat thing to see. And they're great guys. So 
Uh, I just would like to get to it. Uh, this one goes a little bit long, as you'll hear, because we're just kind of having a lot of fun uh, talking and chatting about different things. But it's a, it's a, it was a really good time, and I cannot thank them enough again for coming in. So uh, here we go with L West. Anyway, so I am here with L West. Thank you, gentlemen, for coming in and being part of our podcast. And you guys just played for CMAS and pretty much blew the roof off the place. <laughs> thank you. Um, thank you for having us. So I have, a, I have a, a direct connection, I guess, with your band in that you have a former student, Thomas Brenneman, uh, as, as part of it. Um, and I, I want to get into like how the band formed and a little bit of Thomas's post-school here and how you guys all, like how this came together. Because um, the band is amazing. I mean, I'm, I'm not even saying that because I'm friends with Thomas. and I mean, just... Thank you. Wow. I'm just a little bit still... <laughs> like, every time I see you guys play or I hear the songs, I'm just trying to figure out... Like, I want to talk to you guys about how you create what you create, because it is... It's weird because it's very it's got this very familiar element to it, mm-hmm. but it's it's also very interesting. When I try to break down what you're doing, yeah. I'm like, well, that combination actually should not work on paper. Yeah, <laughs> and yet it does. But before we get to that, real quick, why don't we just go around the horn real quick, and so people can identify voices when they hear them. Who I've got with me here? Right. So. I'm Ricky Powell. I play bass. I'm Bryant Powell. Ricky Powell's twin brother. I was going to say no play... relation. Or... Yeah, total <laughs> relation. Uh, rhythm, guitar, and vocals. I am uh, Marty Welker. I play drums. Thomas Brenneman. I play lead guitar. Cool. So let me ask you, I ask everybody this when they first come in. What are you, other than obviously possibly your own music, or maybe you don't, but what are you listening to right now? Like what's on your playlist? Like when you're just putting something on, you're in the car or wherever that, like what's, what's good to you music wise right now? Yeah. Uh, I am a new wave fan. As odd as that sounds, someone who's in their thirties, I'm, you know, so a lot of the church, uh, the Smiths, <laughs> to the Pixies, Jawbreaker. What about? I'm just curious. Like, what about that I, I, works for you? For some reason, synth music really—it's always has made me happy. So um, no, that's, that's actually that interesting into... because I'm going to ask you guys about that because oh. your instrumentation doesn't match what the sound is part oh, of yeah, what yeah, I was yeah, looking yeah. at. But that no, yeah. that that makes sense. Yeah. That actually, I can I can see that influence. Cool. Also, yeah. Bry. Um, Right now, I have Brad Meldow actually in my car. Right now, he's a like one of my favorite pian- piano players. Um, but I'm listen. I listen to a lot of like Muse and Queen and basically all the vocals that like go <laughs> way down and like way up. Basically, <laughs> so yeah, cool. That's what I'm listening. To. Uh, this is Marty again, by the way. <laughs> uh, I everyone knows I'm a giant Radiohead fanboy, yes. so I got their their newest album like three months ago, and I can't stop listening to that because it just kind of grows and grows and there's new things you hear all the time which is why i love i mean it's like an event when they come out with something it really gives me something to like digest for a long time and a newer band called polyenso that everyone should check out tom agrees he's nodding (laughs) and i just i need something with like i like fun music but i tend to people make fun of me i tend to gravitate towards the sadder stuff i don't know why that's all right it's just comforting for me that's okay it's a good way to channel the drumming into it and some minor chords and you know i'm good (laughs) Um, I'm kind of all over the board. Um, yeah, I've been listening. Are. I've been listening to a lot of Polyenzo since their record dropped. Um, right now, Young the Giant just released a new record, and I'm I've been listening to that nonstop as well. I think I actually saw you post something about yeah. them, and then I brought in the next day and played some of it yeah. for these guys. They're just in live. They're the tightest band seen I've it. ever seen. Really, live. vocally, he's. He's 
better on he's better live than he is on record. It's just ridiculous. Wow, um, that's a rare. Yeah, it's they're they're just really really talented. Um, uh, just kind of a lot of like really heavy guitar driven music. You know, it's just that's, that's kind of. So let, let, what I listen to. Well, and it, it's it's interesting, like, as you guys are saying what you're saying, like, I can hear it now. Because mm-hmm. I've been curious about that ever since I heard. I mean, Thomas and I go back now for a lot of years. And so when he was, when you guys were starting to sort of put this together, so I would see, like, on Facebook, yeah. you know, hey, I'm getting together and I don't know what's going to happen or whatever. And they're like, hey, you got to <laughs> check this out. And I'm like, okay, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> but then, you you know, what I was wondering about, it was funny because you said the Sims thing. Together. Yeah. Well, because if you, if you close your eyes and listen to what's going on in your music, it doesn't sound like if you were going to list what's being played, I don't think you'd come up with two guitars, a bass, drums, and a single vocalist. Yeah. I just, yeah. I, and I'm not, and I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's actually kind of one of the cooler things about it. It just... It doesn't sound like that. It sounds like you guys have all these additional backing tracks. I'm watching when you guys are playing. I know you use a lot of delay on your guitar. Mm-hmm. Delay and reverb. And I know you're syncing with a click track on the drums. And I didn't today, but I normally do. Okay. Yeah. And you're and you're coordinating all of that. And see, in my mind, I'm going, well, that'd be, you know, you put it in the MIDI loop, and then you just synchronize it. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 yeah. we, we play to a click just so we're tight. Right, but it's interesting to watch how the parts then interleave because yeah. there's so many layers, yeah. mm-hmm. and yet you guys play it with this sort of like almost wild abandon, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. and like and yeah. like you think there's a synth part, like that's why I yeah. thought it was interesting. Yeah. You say you listen a lot because it actually, if you didn't know, you'd go, oh, there's a keyboard player in that band. I think yeah. a lot of people have have stated like after shows, just based off of the heavy delay and the reverb right. and stuff, that sometimes it'll. But my guitar tone will sound almost synthy or right, right. piano-y. Or and I have headphones on, so they just kind of assume. But that's like the best part. Actually, that's a good point. Like a you are giving a sort of a visual yeah, fake in a way about we that. We kind of, Brian and I had like a commitment, like just in the beginning. I was, because I've played in bands, like so many bands, like that have had tracks, and I hate it because I'd have to like bring the thing, and I'd always forget like something because I'm absent minded. And then they'd be like, <laughs> well, Marty ruined the show. I'm like, do bands play shows without tracks? Like, do I need to have a stupid, like, synth part coming in the right, chorus? Right, like, can right, we just right. play? Yeah. Can we just be a band? Like, I understand their purpose, but I like that we're able to... Well, that's, I think, the thing is you you, know, there's this organic element. Yeah. That, like, yeah. stylistically, usually when you hear this kind of sound, it gets to feeling sterile a little bit. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you guys have found this. That's why I, I really do feel like, I mean, obviously, you know, I'm rooting for you. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like I keep feeling like at some point this is going to break huge because the one thing you're bringing that you don't normally seem to get in that in the style, if I can, you know, speaking in general, is that sort of it's being played by a band. Mm-hmm. It's right. not yeah. pre-done. There's, you know, kind of try and keep it to the point where it's like if we can't do it live, they we don't, don't do want it. Yeah. I was going to ask so, and no. I want you to tell why. But you have this EP that. May or may not exist <laughs> yeah. in whatever form. But we'll, get to that right we'll, give, we'll give that a second. But yeah. in a second, but but you know, I'm wondering, like, like, so when you were sitting down and you're recording those tracks, was did you at any point go, okay, that's a really cool idea, but live we're not going to be able to add that in, so let's not do it, or did it just never even be a problem because you start so organically and are just capturing those moments? Yeah, for the most part. I mean, sometimes there's. We use a couple different effects and stuff on the record sure, that well, I don't necessarily use live, but um, I mean, but like yeah, for I the mean, overall there's... song structures and stuff, is it pretty much 
you start live right. as far as when you're writing. Yeah. I mean, is yes. that how? The, how does yeah. that? Tell me how's how's an Elwes song it's happen? It's incredibly organic. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> incredibly organic. I mean, he can. It really is though. That's the coolest part of it. Like, uh, Brian can talk mainly about it, but I just just me as like just my little note with it before he goes on. Like as a musician. It's incredibly easy. Like it's funny because like you're saying like it just doesn't make sense. Sometimes it doesn't make sense. I'm like, <laughs> like he'll be like, he's like, I'm jamming Sayosin again. I love it. Like, duh, 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 duh. and then he'll write like, like you know, a guitar part that sounds like Cigarro. So it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> right. But I'm like, keep doing that. And yeah, it's <laughs> fine. But yeah, I, it's talk. funny because yeah. my like my guitar style doesn't translate to really what I listen to. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> that, that may have been the first of when I first heard it. I don't know I just where. Assumed, <laughs> I just assumed having known you when you sent me the from. first links. I'm like. Okay, I'm gonna hear Tom. I'm, I'm expecting this yeah. like heavy distortions yeah. and like like 15 layers. It's gonna be yeah. awesome. Yeah. And then instead, I'm hearing like this really intricate like lines and all this stuff. Well, and I'm it's like, kind of funny because I I like basically quit playing guitar for like five years. Right. Okay. I, I mean, I picked up an acoustic every once in a while, but I wasn't in a band. I was managing a restaurant and going to school full time and just working. 200 hours a week sure and just you know just couldn't couldn't really find the time and when i had the time i didn't want to because i was just so tired but i uh you know i ran into i met brian at a coffee shop he works at correct and one day he was like hey i'm looking for a guitar player and I was no, like, hey, no, no, no 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 here's what happened this okay. is serendipity mm-hmm. i i basically i i walk out of the of the of the uh, espresso bar and Teresa actually was like, hey, um, Thomas is interested in getting a band together. And I basically was like, man, I need a lead guitarist. And that's that's what happened. So, that's what happened. Yeah. That was weird, dude. Because I thought that you came in. He's like, hey, da 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 yeah. You're a musician. Dude, I need a lead guitarist. Let's get together. That's what happened. That's so weird. me and Brian meet How up. And it's, right? We're jamming, and I'm just like so nervous. And <laughs> I'm like, he starts playing all these jazz chords right? and all this stuff. Yeah. I'm just sevens. like, I, dude, all I'm sevens. Like, I, don't know, I, don't, I don't even know what's going on here. Right. So we just decided, all hey, sevens. I'm just not going to play any Anything? chords. I'm no. just going to play, <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. play strictly lead. <laughs> I was wondering what was going on because I've noticed that when I've seen yeah. you guys play. I'm like, Thomas doesn't play any. He's like BB King with yeah. delays. I, yeah. right. <laughs> I play chords here and there now. Like we're mm-hmm. some, some of the newer stuff we're writing. I'm starting to inc- incorporate more stuff, but it's yeah. It's I was funny just to say so that you, like you're starting to incorporate chords. But in a way, yeah, though, I'm starting to learn chords. <laughs> now. Very nice. Yeah. That's okay. That's seep. It's going all right. It's going all right. It's a little slower than I like. But in a way, though, you may have you may have unintentionally hit why it works so well because yeah. mm-hmm. by not playing chords the voices separate so much mm-hmm. so that's why that texture is so thick because you're you're filling in both ends of where the guitar can be yeah. right you know and i always like that like i always like like one of the reasons i like iron maiden for a lot of reasons oh, yeah. love, but love, i love, love the them. fact that it's three guitar players and if you watch them play Nobody's playing the chord the same way. It's the same chord, but it's all the different inversions. So that huge, like almost orchestral approach. You guys are kind of doing something similar. That's so weird. Way. They were talking yeah. about Iron Maiden in practice. Yeah, like, they really yeah. were. Like, yeah. I was like, Bruce Dickinson, man. Like, oh, <laughs> my, one of my heroes. Yeah. So tell me. Okay, so and then here's the other thing. I, I want to talk to you about your voice for just a second, if I can, because oh, okay. I love your voice. <laughs> but it's not. But in all seriousness, the trend. Certainly, right now, right. not not entirely. I mean, I know that you know there's always exceptions, but it usually you know it's that higher tenor right. kind of kind of voice, and you have this incredibly 
dark, and I don't mean like moody dark, dark although yeah. maybe I don't want to know. Yeah. You don't have to tell me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little moody. No, but but no, seriously, but you have this very thicker baritone voice and you belt. I don't right. know if you, I mean, and, 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 and not in a like I'm out of control belt. I mean, like, I'm sitting there watching, like, as, like even today on the mixer, and I'm like, I'm riding this vocal fader a lot yeah. Yeah. because you can just. How many times uh, you heard that? I've, um, many a time. Many but a that's time. not common, is my right. point. Like, I'm, like where, where did that voice. Because it um, fits perfectly with what you're doing, but it's not the normal. Know, it's just. It's different. Yeah, yeah. It's just, you know, I've, I've. This is art, you know what I mean? So, I mean, I, I love business. I love, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a big, like, believer in um like business i've always wanted to own my own business stuff like that but the thing is it's art and if we're doing stuff that's the same as everyone else is that art no you know what okay, I mean? like I it's s- it's i i we we the so reason this is a why conscious works, choice it's not a conscious choice but i'm glad that it's there you know what i mean like okay. like did like, you sing in school i mean like were you yeah, in choir yeah, or yeah, were you yeah. Like... well i i wasn't really in choir but i studied music at asu game okay and stuff like that. okay so I studied like operatic vocal music, stuff like that. You know what I mean? So yeah, I studied well, clearly, like the Greek. Right. It sounds that's why <laughs> I'm saying it's like this weird but merger. He, he cannot sing like that. Too. Right. Yeah. Like on on one of our tracks, Thin Air. At right. The, at the outro, you do not sing in that voice though. It's like right. a totally different. Yeah. You know, it's like, but it's cool because you can switch back and forth if you mm-hmm. want to. Yeah. It's more. It's just kind of like the unique factor. It's right. Just it's right. different. I, I'm there. It's like okay, what like. what is there? I always think in music, it's like, what is there for me to add and not just stay the same? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's just like, if he's, if he's like rolling like a really rad like solo, I'm just going to be like, st- stay right in the pocket, stay right with the chords that I'm playing right now. If he's basically doing like a chords and stuff like that, I can go ahead and feel free to go ahead and I did notice elaborate. that, that there's like this interchange going on amongst all four of you right. within <clears throat> each song, kind of who's got which role almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a lot of it was because we didn't have a bass player for the longest time. Right. Oh. So he yeah. would just kind of play like all the lower notes we and he would, live. he was kind of like playing bass for the longest time. And it's still right. like, okay. even in our practice space, it still sounded pretty big considering mm-hmm. for what it was. And then, mm-hmm. uh, we basically practiced for yeah. eight months without a bass player. Correct. And that that helps build a lot of chemistry or like kind of yeah. know Which is where weird. to get I'm out both of the, the newest way. And the oldest member. Of the yeah. Last. <laughs> yeah. That's weird. Yeah, I, know. I, I like welcome. I'm like Ricky. It feels so good to like. It really feels like you're in the band yeah. now. And I just, I'm sure he was like, shut up, Marty. I was in L West before. Like, yeah. I even knew who you were. <laughs> so. So how? Okay. So 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 wait. So how did all four of you? So we know how Thomas. Fit in. There was a coffee shop serendipity right, moment. Right, right, um, right. How did obviously you guys? Thirty are years brothers, ago, so. I met him in the womb. He's like, yeah. "You'll be a band." Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, fair enough. Sounds about right. right? Yeah. Exactly well, right. actually, but but yeah. like growing up, did you guys always play music together? Uh, did you always want to do this? Been in a good handful of. I've been Brian's bass player for a very long yeah. time. <laughs> so yeah, you know, um, yeah. So we it's, have been doing it's this that, long time. It's that type of like thing where you know, again, I'm gonna bring in entrepreneurship stuff like that. It's like. You try, you fail. You try, you fail. You try, you fail. You try, you try, you we fail. Tried and fail and now it's like you know we're actually getting to a point where it's like wow, like this is exactly where we want to be. Okay, you know what I mean. But it takes a lot of trial and error, just like everything. So, know? so I am still like older than all of you, which yeah. I hate everyone. No, I'm just <laughs> no, but 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 all seriousness, I'm curious. Is that did you get to that point? And maybe you don't even know. Was it exclusively just? Okay, tried it, didn't work, going to change it, try this again. Didn't work, try this, change, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Or right. is it some of it, you just get to a point in life where you're like, 
okay, I'm going to, act, you know, like there is this moment I feel like everybody hits. I know I surely did where I'm like, okay, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm now at a certain age where I'm just going to make, you know, either this happens or it doesn't, Absolutely. but I'm not going right. to yeah. keep kind of, you know, those, those, well, you know, those mistakes of your twenties thing. And you're like, yeah. yeah, okay. We all know that that's just blaming stuff that you should Precisely. be blaming. You know, I'm just worried because you guys have, a, I mean, obviously you're mature. There's a lot of credence in a lot of that though. Like as far as, I mean, I, I knew Tom just from like uh, one of my friends. Like uh, I just met him, uh, David. And that's the one. Yeah. I like ended up uh, jamming with him like a long time ago on some stuff that's very not similar to L West at all. And at all. I just saw him like, <laughs> and it was just very like you know just kind of what happens. Like you like get together and jam a few times. We recorded something and then nothing happens. It wasn't really anyone's fault. Just kind of we didn't have like a solid band, but. Uh, he knew, like, thought of me when Brian and uh, him were starting to do stuff, and then he just sent me a text, and it was kind of funny. It's like, yeah, we're going to practice at, like, 10 a.m., and, like, that was back even... The band's, like, taking me out of phases of my life where I just would go to bed at 5 in the morning and wait. I'm like, we have to get there at 10? Yeah, we used to have, like, the in, most in star <laughs> yeah. schedule. practice and schedule. In my head, I'm yeah, thinking, I'm like, I don't know how like, long I'm going to be able to like yeah, i love tom at all but in the morning on friday yeah <laughs> we used to every week yeah. That's and then the dynamics were just so cool and just How? it was the first time i'd ever been in a situation like that where like organically i'm like this shouldn't really make sense but it does and this is unique and i'm going to keep doing this and then we started writing more and more and more mm -hmm. and then you got more excited and my best friend ended up doing our ep recording it for us and that was just a really fun experience and we're going to go back and do that in november it's unbelievable and it's just been personality like it is like the thing with your 20s though like i don't have to worry about some guy you know getting drunk all the time or like someone's like ridiculous girlfriend like causing trouble or like all those things mm. that just kind of plague your like it right. happens right, and right right even though tom is still in his 20s but right. uh, he's just a mellow dude like you were saying but it's just he looks is, like he's the older guy though yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, also, a, it's also, a trucker beard the tattoos are cool but scare me so yeah I mean, you know, yeah. You know. <laughs> it really is the beard. Like I, I've enough. seen pictures yeah. of him without it, and it's just like, oh my! God. He kind of looks like a Haley. I Joel look Osment. younger than your students. Yeah, that's very true. I just keep the beard. If I try to grow a beard, I look like I went to a craft store and just like randomly glued. Oh my gosh, me too. That's the reason I, I shave every yeah. day. Yeah. I can't. I, I can't do it. Let me let me ask you real quick because I don't want to take up too much of your time. But no, go back no, real quick too. So you're gonna you're gonna come up with a new piece how does generally like how does the creative mondays. process how does it work it's it's mondays uh Monday stop by mashup. chestnut get two toddy iced coffees roll over to tom's you know are just you like, like you actually yeah. have like a formula almost oh for yeah we have like, like a, a schedule it's regiment we have a schedule I mean? okay. regiment that we stick to every week it's kind of it works um yeah so basically it's very nashville of you mm -hmm. bright not in a bad way i mean yeah, yeah. 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 bright comes yeah. over and mm -hmm. You know, like he said, with his two iced coffees, one for me and one for him. Right. And we just sit down and start working. And I've got, like, a little mini studio in my in okay. one of my spare bedrooms that, you know, it makes it easier. We can just, like, lay stuff down. And okay. Kind okay. of play with things here and there. Right. And then, right. Um, but, yeah, it's just kind of he'll have a rhythm or I'll have a lead and we just kind of start working around it and start building the songs. And then right. we practice Monday nights, full band. Okay. So then right. we take it to practice that night. We'll send like a recording of it to, to Marty so he can kind of piece out what he wants to do. That way we're all kind of ready at band practice. It's not a really nice one this past working. Monday, actually. Okay. That's exactly yeah. right. So, yeah. so let me ask you this. Is it, is it a, 
is it does it then become a kind of a a, a committee thing where everybody's got it, like you know this is cool but it's not ready or it's I don't know what to do with sure. this and yeah, and so we're not or does it kind of if you bring it in well okay here we go and even if the other guys are kind of it's never torturous. It's just if there's one that isn't like a complete highlight, it still will be in the background. Like we still have that really good one like that we the I'm we not gonna I'm not gonna sing it over the mic right no, now. That's like, <laughs> yeah, that, that I one. Gotcha. I got, I got a seven second delay. Yeah, yeah so yeah, it's great. um, but and then like there's been a few like even one that we just started playing recently again, the one that is tentatively called uh, Compton. Right. Um, we hadn't been playing that for a while, like in practice, and I'm just like, yeah, we should like maybe, and then we start playing it, and we're like, that's really cool. Like it's just a good problem to have like right. a lot Sometimes of really you just good songs. Set some that, stuff aside and then. Take it back it's up. Never later. Okay. Yeah, right. work and it's never torturous though. There's no totalitarian. We don't we don't throw anything. The only song that was <laughs> very torturous for me okay. was Bicycle in the beginning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that song <laughs> I could not. The verses were out. a little yeah. The verses took me like three months to write a lead <laughs> right. to. I was just like, I don't even know. We can't on. even play a click to that song too, because it doesn't work. It's funny no, it's the way that we wrote it. Like when we came to the chorus, it was just it's that's the kind of so a evident much. of our writing process. Mm. Like. So, so because it's weird because like I hear like there's all these dance elements to your music. Like it's very groove heavy. Yeah. There's, and I don't know if that's the big delays with, you know, or, or whatever it is. But there's just this like your music just makes everybody feel like they have to be at the very least. You know, nodding their head along. That yeah, was well, I not liking basic beats in the beginning. Correct. Like I remember. Is that really like, what it? Correct. Because okay. I've been just kind of usually in like a metronomic like rec, like rock drummer. I just had guys that would always tell me like in studios, David and Corey, just like hit everything as hard as you can for four minutes, and then we're gonna do that again, and we're gonna do that again, <laughs> and we're gonna do that again. Right. Yeah. What was that, Phil? No. I mean, I'm still being a little unfair to them, but no, it but wasn't I understand always, what you're saying. But yeah, and then like I would play something kind of. It'd be funny to go back and hear the first practices because I'm sure I was just trying to. Figure, I'm like, like, what is this guy telling me to do? But I eventually kind of got it, and now I've made everything. I'm glad you noticed it because that honestly is like really, really reassuring to me because I try to make it. Well, there's this weird undercurrent, and then yeah, you guys use it space bounces. I, a yeah, bit. like you yeah. have like these like not pregnant pauses, but there's these moments where mm-hmm. it's like you imply things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're not actually there, but everybody feels mm-hmm. the momentum continuing. Yeah. That's cool. You can understand that because. Well, I think along yeah. with the drums, like, I mean, Bri plays with a delay, too. Right, right. Live. Yeah, just, yeah. And then with the delays, I set my delay timing. Uh, yeah, you can see that you're song. tapping the tempo. Yeah. and I switch it out. It, it'll, it'll even change, like, the delay timing, my pedal. So oh, you okay. can set it to, like, a dotted eighth note or, like, right, right, right. change it. It's got ten different timing, like, signatures on there. Very cool. So I just kind of will make it so it's, it's at least the delay is like mm-hmm. chiming to the rhythm of the song rather okay. than just like a right 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 dun, right you know but okay i think all of that together rhythmically is like a big you know a big part of it i think that's it is like a big driving force of it mm-hmm. it's just so i just like i said i can't i love hearing you guys play i mean like i am personally just a fan i Thanks, just man. like yeah. the stuff you know the 45 year old if that's your demographic <laughs> I, honestly, um, yes. that's my demographic. Yeah, I, I'm um, sorry. Like, well, I know we have, I have it more fast than that. And I don't but. know if you're getting this. I do. Part of the appeal is I'm realizing, like, I hear a lot of, like, I I still am a huge Queen. I'm a child of the '80s. Oh, totally. So like Queen, yep. U2, that's, and all, and, lot, and, right? and I think I mentioned to you one time at a show when I saw you. There's a band called The Call, mm-hmm. yeah. and their vocalist is the only other like rock kind of. Singer that I've heard that kind of did what you what you do as well, and mm-hmm. it's like 
whether that was an intentional influence on you or not, but I just mm-hmm. mean that like I'm hearing these things. I'm going, yeah, this kind of, but it, yet it doesn't sound dated. Yeah, you know right. the way you guys. It like I said, the other problem. Great too, accident is what I always think. Get a lot of how it worked out. Steve, Do, yeah. yeah, well, yeah. it's probably it's it's a it's a lot of the delays you're yeah. using and that that interweaving. But like vocally, you couldn't be further away from Bono. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is yeah. fine. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just yeah. saying, but you know, he's got that higher tenor mm-hmm. kind of kind of thing. Yeah. But on the other hand, the stage presence of all four of you is also very compelling <laughs> and very well. No, because there's a nice bat. Like there's a nice. I would normally wear that. cargo shorts to a show, but <laughs> right. I figured that's all right. We have that yeah. drum shield up anyway, so I'm not you know the, yeah. the lights and everything. We have our show attire today. Yeah, yeah. Really show attire. Yeah. So so real quick, actually, before we um, because like I said, I don't want to. Take up too much time here. My computer's being weird. Um, tell me, so real quick. So it's L West, obviously. Where where are people? What's going on with the? With the where can they hear you guys? And actually, real quick, it's a little tough right yeah. now. No, 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 no. Okay, right so now. so real quick here. Tell me, I'm looking at what the time. Yeah, we got time. Tell me, what's going on? So it's a good problem. It's a very good problem. But you guys had this monstrous, monstrously successful. Um, EP release show. Correct. You, yeah, you ra- it was, and you, you, it wasn't even just for an EP release. It was a charity event too mm-hmm. that you guys Correct. put together with to- Gray Matter Bicycles. Okay. okay. So what was this about? So what they do is that it's a really, really special place uh, in LS's heart. They're definitely family now. Um, what they do is they they're a bike shop on 16th Street, Bethany Home Road. Okay. And what they do is they um, they fix up your bike. They sell bikes. You know, and what they do is they give um, the proceeds to Barrow Neurological Institute oh, in cool. their fight to end brain tumors. Um, yeah. Very cool. So we use that as a launch to donate as much money as possible and Correct. get a bunch of people to a show, get us our music out there, and on top of that, do something good for the community. Okay. Yeah. Um, right. We raised it's a lot all of money. Positive. It was a great show. We had almost 200 people there. Um, right. It was on a Thursday night. That's not bad for downtown yeah. Phoenix. I was going to say that's amazing <laughs> it's for downtown like had, Phoenix. And yeah. it's not like we had the greatest music scene. So that many people on a Thursday night. I think downtown. that many people on any night, to sure. be totally yeah. candid with yeah. you. Oh, that's... Sure. It was a great show. It was an awesome turnout. So, awesome. Really, really but fun. Then we got a. PR firm. And right. They, <laughs> so we... So I told why, us to like, take how, it why, like, well, like, But why did you go... I so mean, what I, happened I know was, why okay. you went with the PR firm, so but what I mean, why would was, you, at that moment, you know, yeah. what decide? Ha- they it, we got great it. press at <laughs> azcentral.com. We had great press in Phoenix. But um, I don't know. I, I, personally, I personally blame myself. Uh, I feel that it wasn't... The music's so good... I don't think it was represented in a national scale. Okay. Yet. So that's so, what they're doing for us. <laughs> right. So what's what what so I I called this I called the, these guys. We had a talk, we had a conversation. I uh, he uh, Thomas was a little bit uh, apprehensive. I was like, you know what? We'll go ahead and talk to him. Reassured him. Um, but we had to go ahead and take the uh, EP all, and we're actually going to re-release. And so they wanted to take it down because they want to repackage the whole thing, re-record so it, or the way he the way he described it, not re-recorded. It. It's just not at all. he's like, okay, we have two options. We can, you know, go from where we're at. We can do a post-release, you know, push on, you know, campaign, national campaign on this. Mm-hmm. Um, try and get, you know. You guys, some radio play, some you know magazine stuff, whatever. Or we can pull it down. Okay. I'm just like, what? And he's like, it's the most effective way because we can't 
do as much work if we're doing a post release. Like if we're launching right. a product, right? Okay, no, that makes there's sense. More success, there, there's more right. success. There's a higher success rate. It's more interesting to people. Mm-hmm. We can pitch it as a as a release, as a launch, as you know. I got so you. They're exclusivity. Okay, yeah, that, make, that does right. make sense. Yes. Okay, yeah. I can appreciate that. So we pulled it down this week. Um, we do still have one track up on iTunes, okay. Amazon Music, right? Uh, you know, Spotify, all and everything's everything's. If you if you do a Google search, L West or whatever, yeah, yeah. popping up. Yeah, okay. um, you can go to our website, lsmusic.com. You can listen to it there as okay. well. Um, but yeah, so we're we're setting a. We haven't set the date yet. We're gonna re-release it in November. And mm-hmm. do you know what that re-release is gonna look like? Is that a show? Is that yeah? A we're gonna web do another thing? release show. A... Uh, okay. Another release show. Yeah, we jump on that pretty soon. Actually. And yeah, we gotta start talking about that. Correct. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're gonna start with releasing a single. Okay. Um, release a music video for that, which we've already shot. We're just waiting for the finished product, which should okay. be done here probably in a week or so. Um, so they'll they'll start pushing those two things. Then we'll release another single in about another month. Maybe another music video after that. Okay. Um, they'll start pitching it to you know all of their contacts and everything, and then we'll do the release show and try and gain some traction nationally. Rather okay. Than just here in Phoenix. That makes sense. That yeah. makes sense. Well, just you know, you kind of get total worldwide domination. And how? L West worldwide domination, basically. I'll vote for that. <laughs> Better <laughs> option. You don't, than you, don't, <laughs> you don't vote for domination, but I like. It. All, right. <laughs> All right, no politics. It's about creativity. Yeah, no, 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 no. Good job, Tom. That's fair. That's all right. No. Um, okay, so just, so just, I just want to wrap up real quick here because I know you guys are. First of all, thank you guys so much for coming in. Um, oh, thank you. It was awesome. Thank you. You know, I mean, I, like I said, I've been, I've been a fan of Thomas for a very long time, and when this started to come together, I was just like. You know, wow. But but I actually really appreciate it because I know you get a lot of time to see what they're doing as well. I'm hoping you guys will come back at some point and Anytime. maybe maybe run Definitely. if you're awesome. if you're willing, you know, just to give them feedback. But when I whenever somebody like you guys can come in and you play with such kind of like I said, it's just it's comfortable. Like mm-hmm. like it was very obviously a band and right. there was a sort of like ease of it. That alone for them to see is huge. Yeah. I mean, I really appreciate it. And then obviously having the connection since you at one time went here. Yes. Although granted, you know, to be fair for people who are listening, Thomas was here before we were able to really do any of the production stuff. He was telling um, us. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we did like, we did live shows with like a mixer that the entire right side, I don't know if you remember this, the, like the right side of the board did not even work. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was bad. We're just but, working on it. <laughs> but we made, I mean, eventually, you know, we, we found ways of, of at least making stuff happen. But this is all before that. But, you know, the work that he did when he was a student here literally was what I was able to use to justify to get grants, to get things in place so that we could actually, you know, right now we're sitting, it's a little bit of a mess because of storage issues, but we're sitting in a pretty decent studio. Right. For, yeah. you know, especially for a bunch of 15, 16, 17 year olds. I mean, I'm pretty proud we of had that. Like a that tube fact. TV in my music room. <laughs> right. Like, I think that was like the, it had, it would roll. Right. And then this, I don't even, the drum set was just a tattered mess. And yep. like, it, there was, that. I mean, it's, of course, it's different now than it was then. But sure. I mean, it's still, this is still pretty trippy. We're, we're doing a, a podcast. But the Pro Tool stuff was like, that all came about because I was able to use, you know, like specifically naming Thomas Brenneman and saying, you know, look, look at this amazing stuff he's done here. Mm-hmm. If we could provide just a little more resources, 
imagine how the whole world opens up. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. you went on, you went on from here to you went and worked for Warner Chapel. Mm-hmm. But to be fair, you largely went and got that gig on your own. I did not because. I wouldn't have wanted to help you, but because we didn't have any resources here to, to really help you. Now, somebody comes through here because of your example, and I can go, okay, here's what we're going to do. And from, you know, you're not just going to go like, you know, chasing or, you know, down the rabbit hole kind of thing. Yeah. So we have people that are going off to like crass or they're going to SEC, but they're not just going for fun. They're like able to then leave and go on. And, you know, um, like another, not, uh, uh, do you know, courts, do you remember court? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so they're doing that whole thing with Gordon co-op, Nash. and they're yeah, they just and got signed yesterday. Yeah, yeah, they just got. I mean, and that's what you know, it's Alice Cooper's son, uh, Dash, Dash Cooper, and, um, and, and one of my old friends, Court Stump. They just got. Uh, they and I'm not like taking. That's I'm, I'm, I'm taking good. zero credit for their success. Don't misunderstand me, but just that, you know, we've got <laughs> folks moving on. I've got you know all these people that are now like you know they're they're coming back. Like, yeah, I got a job here. I got a job there. Whatever. But all of that started yeah. because you guys, when you were in high school, before any of this really, I mean, we had songwriting and we had sort of a guitar class. I don't know. It depends on who you talk to. There, there's the bell. But anyway, you know, but I didn't have, you know, any real way of showing here's a logical next step. Mm-hmm. You come along and now I can go to the powers of being, you know, say, this doesn't have to be like an anomaly. We can get every kid set up to actually go get a job and go do Absolutely. this properly. Um, so when you guys come back, right. you're like the proof yeah. in a way of oh, totally. that this isn't crazy. Yeah, you know, I mean, so no, I, pre- awesome, I appreciate it's an that. It's an awesome program, and it was great back then. I think it was kind of like one of a kind back then too. It was a little but, bit, yeah, probably for all the wrong reasons. But yeah, it was. It was <laughs> a lot should of fun, be in the beginning, though. though I mean. Even just guitar class, having guitar available my freshman year of yeah. high school was awesome, and uh, that's literally when I started playing guitar. That's I didn't ever. That's funny. I, don't I played bass. Really. That's right. Yeah, you know, okay, now I remember. And so I took right. a guitar. There's nothing just, wrong with that. Just you played a 34 string guitar. I'm not saying. The 34 string thing, I don't know. These things are terrible. But uh, I think I had I had Mrs. Maxwell as yeah, teacher yeah. the first year. Yeah, she says hi, by the way. You. I told yeah, her you guys were coming in today. Tell her I said hi. And Grace says hello, too. My oldest son, that was just so We We went to Burger King or something because... My kids will only eat stuff that's fried. It's really sad. They're going to oh, yeah. be sick. It's, it's a claws. Good. Yeah. So yeah. Thomas, it was just funny. So Thomas hangs out. <laughs> I just remember like like one of our very first times grabbing yeah. lunch, and it was like me and my then like four year old son. Um, my youngest is like a baby at the point. We're just hanging out, and and great as he's like all over Thomas. He yeah. And the ta- I remember he was like fascinated by your tattoos. The tattoos. Yeah. He thought that was good. He was very. I actually I have a bone to pick with you because ever since then there's been a little bit of a daddy. Why don't you have a tattoo? <laughs> and I've, I've I've not been able to really resolve Dude, that. Tom can give you this guy's number, you know. Just yeah, like, I know. I have no. <laughs> I can't paint bad. You're never too old to get these done. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, the funny thing is, is now like when I, I, I mean, I started getting tattooed when I was here. Right, at our right. I remember home, when I was in high school. <laughs> I got tattooed on my 18th birthday, and then it was all downhill from there. They're cool. But I just couldn't do it. I've no. been like, I, I got a few recently, or in like some touch-up work, and then a new one, and I was just like. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I don't know how I used to do this. Like this That's isn't even a bad spot compared to some of the spots I've been tattooed. Isn't it amazing it's just too? Like, like intolerable. All yeah. the bands I've been in, like I was like the one guy without a tattoo. Right. And, and now they're like I have three. Now there's no tattoo. Oh, so he's yeah. the oh. Yeah. I, okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh. I don't like him. He's got enough for all of us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you guys are awesome. I mean, thank you so seriously, much. Seriously, I am you. so happy You're for awesome. you. It's lsmusic.com. Yeah, lsmusic.com. And there's LS At LS Music everywhere. LS Music everywhere. So, you know, I... um. I'm just I'm excited for what comes next. I I can't wait to Us hear. Too. Are there any gigs coming up on the way? Is there anything yes. booked Thursday. right now? Thursday, Thursday, at Rebel, Rebel Lounge. Lounge. Okay, We're doing like a double EP release. It's a triple EP. Oh, release. it's a <laughs> three. Not yours. Not ours. We're doing an unreleased. Very. We can do it as an unreleased show. There you go. We're just gonna like take a copy of our CD and burn it on stage. There you go. There you go. Pyrotechnics. No, you don't want to do it. It's a Rebel Lounge. Get it? Yeah. We get it. Yeah. Then the Thursday after that, we have a show at Valley Bar. Oh, next two Thursdays. Yeah. So next two Thursdays. That one's opening up for a national act coming through town. Um. Called Van Lady Love. Yeah, um, that's yeah. We're kind we're of actually... electronic pop, yeah, it's indie cool. stuff. Um, cool. They're they're pretty good though. They're super yeah. catchy, just really fun, kind of dancey stuff. Uh, and then the thirtieth at Rogue Bar. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Cool. Like the Rogue Bar. Yeah, my favorite band. Oh, cool. With Avondale, another like touring Not national Arizona. act. Oh, as you said, it's down yeah. the street. Yeah, there you go. Well, guys, I thank you again so much for being here. I can't wait to hear more stuff. And um, again, just it's awesome, and I'm just I'm thrilled so, for you, Thomas. And yeah. wow, I just love the band and love what you guys are doing. And Thanks, congratulations! Yeah, it means thank a lot. Thanks cool. for That's having awesome. us. Yeah, it was amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so there you have it, L West on this week's episode of the Creativity in Music and Music Education podcast. I want to thank them again for coming in, and you should check them out at lwestmusic.com and pretty much everywhere lwest music you can find them um again uh just really great stuff and it was really fun to hang with them and and thomas and and uh and and hear about how they do things and how everything's going and thank you all so much for listening as well again this week uh lots of cool stuff coming up in upcoming episodes some great stuff with um a whole bunch of music education folks including some really interesting uh talks with uh some of the new uh Arizona State University interns that we've got and a couple other surprises coming up as well in the coming weeks that I think you'll enjoy. Again, please uh, let me know what you think. I love getting the feedback. I love getting suggestions on topics. Uh, you can always reach me at richardmaxwell.net and you can always find out about what my students are doing at arcadiascmas.com for the Creative Musical Arts and Sciences program. So once again, thanks so much for uh, taking the time out and listening and hope you enjoyed this week's episode and we'll talk to you next time. <laughs>